when you're not successful with your goals, cue the inner hater, right? Like, well, see, I told you. I told you you couldn't do it. I told you that was never going to happen, blah, 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 blah. Episode 989 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, silence your inner hater. Hey guys, so uh, real quick before we take a little trip down memory lane back to September of 2016 when this episode first came out, I want to take a minute and tell you that uh, at long last, concierge coaching is available. You've heard me probably tease about it a couple times or mention this this new level of coaching that's coming. Well, it's finally here and uh, it's finally available and it's called concierge Clo- coaching uh, because basically the idea is, is that whatever you need or whatever you want even, maybe not even need, whatever you want that can help you in support of your goals. I'm going to do everything I can to deliver it to you. And there's a whole host of, of bells and whistles and, and areas where, quite frankly, and I'm, I'm admittedly biased, but, you know, might as well sell it, right? Uh, this is the most value-packed coaching plan out there. Are there others that compare? Maybe. I haven't seen them. So, uh, you know, just, just all of the things, and, and, and I'm not going to go through all of them today. If you want to check out all the details, you can find it. Dizruns.com slash concierge is the link. But the thing that I'm kind of most excited about, or I think that that makes it as unique as I as I feel that it is, is that there's an a la carte option uh, to where, you know, there's the standard things that kind of everybody's going to get from a coaching perspective and, and training plans and uh, communication and thing like, things like that that are, you know, I mean, for the, for the most part, any good plan is going to have those types of things. But then there's there's a couple of there, there's a there's a section of a la carte there's an a la carte menu where you can pick and choose the things that you might need. So maybe you don't need help with your strength training like you're good you've got a personal trainer you've got a good routine so you don't you know sort of an add on of of strength work doesn't really appeal to you. But maybe you're like me and you struggle with uh, getting on the foam roller regularly. So you can choose instead of some strength training work. You could choose to do some live foam rolling a couple times a month where we'll show up. I'll show up on Zoom. We'll set up and we'll do some foam rolling together. Kind of helps me a little bit, not going to lie, but it makes sure that you're accountable to doing your foam rolling or your stretching or your, or your strength training. Maybe you need the strength training. Uh, but like I said, there's a whole host of options and uh, I'm not opposed to adding some additional options. So if there's something else that you would want at the concierge level, let me know. We'll make it work. Um, but like I said, check it out. Dizruns.com slash concierge, uh, for, for all of the, uh, the fanciness, the, the high end coaching that you might want. Uh, and if you want it, I'm going to try to deliver it to you. So check it out. Dizruns.com slash concierge. So today best of ish episode in case you're, you're unaware. What we do is we, we look back to a previous quick tip episode, one that maybe has fallen off the map or it's back there a ways. Like I said, this one's from episode 310 back in September of 2016. So I'm going to imagine that most of you haven't gone back into the archives far enough to, uh, you know, check this one out. And if you were around five years ago, maybe you forgot that we talked about this one, but I think it's a good one. So we're going to dust off, dust it off a little bit, bring it back, shine a little bit of light on it. The show notes today, the blog post more or less copy pasted this audio Completely brand new take on the episode that we did before. Probably going to be, end up being pretty similar. I don't know. You, you can go back and check it out at disruns.com slash 310 and uh, listen to that and compare to this one. But uh, let's let's dive into this whole idea of silencing your, your inner hater. Because I feel like, and maybe this is just my own bias shining through, always possible. But I feel like a lot of us, maybe it's a human condition thing, 
Some of the things that we'll say to ourselves, we'll never in a million years say to other people. Just talking down and, and belittling and, and bemoaning the things that we didn't do or the, the opportunities that maybe we could have taken that didn't work out or we didn't, we didn't go for it for whatever reason. Um, I know I'm super guilty of this. I, I, um, I am not always kind to myself. I, arguably, I'm not always kind to other people. I try to be kind there, but I don't try as often or at least as, as diligently to be kind to myself as, as I should. And one quote that I hear a lot on a lot of the, uh, the businessy entrepreneurial podcasts I listen to is attributed to Jim Rohn. I think it's, I think it's probably him, but I don't know. I mean, I've never looked it up, but, uh, the, the quote is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, meaning that whatever your metric of success is, whatever you're trying to work towards, you want to surround yourself with people that have been successful there. So in the business world, it's like if you want to you know, take your business up to, to a seven-figure business, you want to be around other seven-figure business owners because they're going to be you know, giving you tips and tricks and things like that that'll help you get there versus somebody who's... If you're just hanging out with, with people that have a, a little side hustle, nothing wrong with that, but it, it's hard to, to elevate yourself to seven-figure business level when you're in community with side hustlers. And a, a little tweak on that 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 quote that I heard, uh, on another podcast, um, is that you are one of those five people, meaning that even if you're around a bunch of seven figure business owners, but if you're constantly telling yourself that there's no way you could ever even get to six figures, let alone seven figures, like that's going to weigh you down. That's that inner hater. Right. And, uh, I think, and again, at least for myself, I am guilty of this certainly on the running perspective. Right. Um, you know, you want to get, get faster or run farther or be more injury resilient or again, whatever your metric of success is for you as a runner, hopefully you've got some of those. So some people that you're striving to be more like in your, in your circle, you're able to learn some things from them, glean some, some, some topics or some suggestions. Maybe I'm one of them. I don't know. Uh, hopefully I'm trying to put good out there, but if you don't consider it possible, if you're always talking down to yourself, it's going to be a lot harder to get there because you spend more time with yourself than anybody else. And if your inner hater is, is going nuts, uh, that can be a hurdle that's, that's difficult to overcome. And, and again, I'm as guilty of this as anybody of saying, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm never going to be a, a two hour marathoner and, and probably that's accurate, but you know, in some, some private moments, do I ever say, yeah, I'll probably never be a three hour marathoner. I'll never be a three hour and 20 minute marathoner, three hour and 30 minute marathoner. Like, yeah, I've had some of those, those conversations with myself and those numbers while they're out of reach at the moment ever, maybe. But if, if I'm telling myself, yeah, you know what? I I think I'm going to, I'm really going to set a goal and work hard and try to get to a three hour marathon. And then I end up quote unquote, only hitting the mark at three fifteen. I mean, that's, pretty damn good as far as I'm concerned. Um, and by, by crushing that negative voice, maybe I give myself to hit higher than what I realistically ever thought was possible. Maybe I hit the mark. Maybe I come close, but in either way, by, by working to shut down that inner, inner voice, that inner hater, maybe there's a, there's a chance. And, and I hear this, this inner hater come out all the time, again, from my own mouth and from the mouths of others as well. Things like only, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I finished, I finished second in my age group, but there are only two of us. Well, no, you finished second in your age group. Why, why bring the hater into the conversation, right? 
yeah, it was a PR, but it was only a it was only a one minute PR. Why? Why? Why do we say only? You know, or or just? Yeah, it was it was just it, it was just, you know I ran the race, but it was just a half marathon, and I know other people were running the marathon, and but so so what? So you ran a half marathon? Like, there's no reason to qualify things. There's no reason to uh, kind of, I mean, point blank to to demean your accomplishments or the things you're doing. Because it doesn't it, like what what good does that do? All you're doing is kind of putting yourself down. And and, and again, believe me, I am the king of self deprecation, right? Like I I do it all the time. So this is not not unusually these quick tips are things that I need to tell myself. This is one of them. This is this is one that I needed to tell myself five years ago. This is one that I've probably needed to tell myself multiple times since then. So the reminder here is for me as much as it is for anybody else. But I have a feeling that at least one or two of you that might be listening maybe could benefit from, from not selling yourself short as often as maybe you do, and certainly as often as I do. So what are some ways to try to do this? And I'm, I'm no guru uh, when it comes to, to quieting the inner hater. Like I said, my, my hater is running on overdrive most of the time. But what are some things that, that maybe work for me or have helped me a little bit over the years? Maybe they'll help you a little bit as well when it comes to quieting that inner hater. And maybe even, we'll get into this a little bit more in a minute, leaning into some maybe some more positive type of talk or some some inner, I don't know, what would be the opposite, the inner hater, like your inner lover or your inner uh, whatever. I don't know. We'll get there. But uh, to, start, to start quieting your inner, inner hater, what are some things you can do? I think that, that may be more true now than, than was five years ago, although it certainly was true five years ago. Stop comparing yourself to others, especially on social media, right? We, we've talked about this before. We'll talk about it again. But social media is just is, is great, right? I love me some social media. I love interacting with y'all in the Facebook group, on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever. Like, I, I enjoy it. I really do. But just scrolling through and seeing seeing everybody's highlight reels and seeing you know that that picture that that uh, of somebody running and usually these are the ladies and you know I, I, sorry to to single anybody out sometimes it's the guys but usually it, it feels like at least on my feed it's the lady in her sports bra running just looking perfectly makeup done hair bouncing perfectly uh, just you know ideally beautiful form. Um, with the picture and the, and the, 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 you know, Oh, just a nice, easy run today. seven fifteen pace. It's like nonsense. Like, I mean, not that the picture is like all Photoshopped or whatever, but it was, it was a dozen takes or it was a video video still that, you know, taking a screenshot of a video, like super choreographed, super. And, and, and I, I don't mean to be cast in shade. Like they're, 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 they're doing the work. Right. But when we see that, and and we look at it and go, God, I don't look like that when I'm running. Certainly not uh, at a quote unquote nice and easy 7:15 pace. Like you just start comparing yourself to other people. Maybe you do that, and, and I hope that this doesn't happen when I post some of my my runs. I mean, I post all of them pretty much. But like like when I'm posting my my numbers and it's like the distances or things like that. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, like I'll get comments like, wow, that was a great run today or whatever. I hope that that's just a genuine compliment. And that there's not something underneath it where it's like, wow, I can't believe you went, you know, 16 miles today, like dot, 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 when I struggled to do seven, like, like stop comparing yourself to me, to other people on, on social media, other people on Strava, whatever, um, because comparison really is the, the thief of joy, right? And, and it, easier said than done, 
You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that this isn't isn't a little bit difficult. That I find myself sometimes scrolling through social media, going, "Man, like, must be nice. Wish I could do that. Wish I wish I was faster, or have 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 more experience, or had that opportunity, or or this, that, or the other." If we if we can work on not comparing ourselves to others as much, it's going to be good for us. It's going to be good for us us mentally, and potentially. It's going to be good for you with, with staying healthy and, and working towards your goals because we start comparing ourselves to other people. It's easy to start going, well, God, if I do X, Y, Z, like so-and-so does, then maybe I'll get there. And then we wind up, you know, moving, moving forward too quickly, maybe overloading our system, breaking down, getting an injury, burning out, starting to, to not enjoy running anymore, uh, plateauing, stagnating, like all these kind of things that don't always come from comparing ourselves to others, but a lot of times come from comparing ourselves to others. So, you know, I'm not saying to get off of social media. I'm not getting off of social media, but maybe, you know, don't scroll as much. Or if you, if there's that one person and if it's me, that's fine, you know, but if there's that one person whose runs you tend to see or whose posts you tend to see, and they, they make you kind of go, Oh, like, God, I like, I am not somehow equal to, or I'm not good or, or what, like that, that spurs some of that inner hater to come out. Just unfollow them, right? Like, and again, if that's me, there's going to be no offense taken. I'm cool with it. If that's if unfollowing me on social media is going to help you live your best life, then unfollow, baby. Unfollow and move on. Hopefully, we can still be friends off of social media. But if not, hey, like, I'll live there too. All right? But, but the last thing that I want you to do is compare yourself negatively with the things that I'm doing because that's not helping you at all point blank. So if you want to compare, if that somehow motivates you, great. But if it, if it triggers that self self-talk or that negative self-talk, that inner hater, not worth it. What else can we do? Maybe work on your goal setting a little bit. I, I love talking about goal setting. I'm sure I'll talk more about it as the new year approaches, because that seems to be a common theme for me. But when it comes to your inner hater, sometimes we set goals that are just either unrealistic or not within your control, which in either case, can, can lead to not achieving the goal, right? Because you set a goal that's just so far beyond realistic that like, how can you be successful? Or you set a goal that's so far out of your control that if any little thing happens that you have no control over, you can't be successful. And when you're not successful with your goals, cue the inner hater, right? Like, well, see, I told you. I told you you couldn't do it. I told you that was never going to happen, blah, 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 blah. That, that doesn't go well. So... You know, as, as runners, what kind of goals do we set? We set things like time-based goals for races. Um, some of us set placing goals. You know, I want to win this race. Or I want to finish, you know, on the podium in my age group, things like that. And on the surface, those goals aren't, aren't bad. I mean, they're ambitious. Go for it. Aim, aim high. I love a big goal. But those goals aren't in your control. Certainly not completely in your control and, and arguably not even maybe sometimes a little bit in your control. Because you can run the best race you've ever run. You can, you can set a mile high PR, but if there were people that were just faster than you that were at the race as well, that are in your age group, you know, I, I feel, I, and maybe my, my numbers are a little bit off here, but I feel like maybe the most brilliant example of this is Nick Simmons, Olympian, 800 meter runner, um, from, from the U S at three or four Olympics, something like that. And at the London games, he ran a huge PR in the 800 meters. I believe that it was maybe the second fastest American time ever. Maybe. Don't quote me, but maybe. 
And he finished like fifth, fifth or sixth, something like that in the race. And with a time that in any other Olympics would have been like, I think at least a silver medal. He finished like fifth or sixth, completely out of his control. What the the other, you know, the four or five guys in front of him ran, they all ran the races of their lives as well. He ran the race of his life and it was good enough for sixth. Now, obviously at that level, your goal probably is to, to win a medal. But it's hard to it's it's easy to be upset, frustrated, angry when you set a goal that's outside of your own control and you do everything you possibly can and come up short because five other guys were there that day that that just ran ran stronger, even though you ran the best race you possibly could have. So when it comes to race goals, and the same thing is true for for you know finish times. Like, and I used to think that that one was like, Oh yeah. I mean, finish time. Like, like, you know, you do the work, you, you train, you execute your plan, things like that. Like, of course, finish time is mostly in your control, but what about the weather? What about course conditions? You know, maybe, maybe the, the, the logistics of the course setup aren't exactly great. And all of a sudden you're in some, some bottleneck situation where you kind of are just at the mercy of the crowd and that throws you off of your paces. And then, you, you know, you're struggling to catch up after the fourth mile of a, of a 13 mile race or a 26 mile race. You know, there's, there's so many things, how your stomach reacts. You ate something that you would, you've eaten at every other race. It's never caused a problem. And today it caused a problem. Well, like that happens. So, you know, what kind of goals are within our control? I think things more like, you know, the, the inputs instead of the outputs, like those, those goals, finish times, um, places, things like that. PRs are great goals, but those are output goals and output goals in this case, at least aren't always in our control input goals, things like making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure you're doing the workouts leading up to leading up to your race performance. You know, how, how, how consistent have you been in your training for the last six months? Um, how consistent have you been with doing the little things with, with, uh, foam rolling, with yoga, with strength training, with all, all those types of things are much more in your control. So if you, if you set a goal for those things, doesn't always mean that the end result is going to be what you want, but at least those things are in your control. And a lot of times they correlate to positive outcomes. So maybe you set your goals for X number of miles per week or X number of workouts completed per week. Give yourself some wiggle room. Don't try to be perfect, but set those goals. Those are much more within your control. And because they're within your control, they're more likely to be successful. And because you're more likely to be successful, hopefully that'll encourage your inner hater to STFU. Not you, but up. You know what I mean? Last, last suggestion for ways to, to quiet your inner hater is one that maybe, maybe it's a little bit counterintuitive, but I think it makes sense. And that's to encourage others. When you see somebody at a race, when you see somebody on social media, encourage them, pay them a compliment. Tell them, Hey, great job. Great job out there today. You know, seeing you up ahead, really helped me finish the race strong. They may not know that you were chasing them. You were trying to beat them, that you did beat them. I mean, they probably know if you beat them, right? But they may not know that, that, they played a role in your good race, your good finish. Maybe somebody on social media that you've been following for a while. Hey, just thank you for, for being real with your posting or thank you for, for always being, being, you know, giving my, my comments or my, my, uh, my posts alike. I appreciate you. Now, how is that silencing your inner hater? Well, it's kind of one of those like karma things, I think kind of putting, putting good out there in the world and hopefully getting some good back because you never know, but that person that you just complimented And it's a genuine compliment. Hopefully they might be struggling with something right now. Maybe they're kicking themselves because you passed them a hundred, hundred yards before the finish line. It's like, God, how did I let this person catch me? 
And so their their inner haters going nuts, and you go, hey, thanks for the thanks for the pull. Like I, I it really like it really helped me kick and dig and dig deep as I was you know coming up behind you. Uh, I really appreciate like like thank you. And they go, oh, you know, like 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 the person like like whatever. And maybe that helps. Maybe it doesn't. But but those types of encouragements. Thanks for pushing me. I, I felt you coming from behind, and that really helped push me to the finish line too. Maybe while you're passing somebody right there towards the finish, like, come on, let's go. Let's work together. You're encouraging them to, to dig deep as well. Same thing on social media. You see somebody post their run and you're like, wow, great, great work out there. I know it's, I know it's hot in, in, you know, whatever I know, or, you know, coming up in the winter months, some of us that live in the South that uh, don't have to worry about running in the, the negative, negative freezing temperatures. You know, we see, see the, those pictures that y'all Northerners post with your eyelashes frozen and ice on the ice crystals on the eyelashes. It's like, damn, I'll tell you what, those encourage me every time I see them. I don't know how often I encourage people by, by giving a comment like, wow, that's awesome that you, that you get out there in that weather. Cause I don't know if I could do it. Obviously that's going to be an encouragement to somebody, especially if maybe they're going, God, like it was so slow today. It was miserable out there. Like the wind was just terrible. Oh, well, I just got this comment that, that helps me feel a little bit better. But I guess what I'm trying to say is if you put that, put that stuff out there, a, it's more likely to come back to you from others, but also like, you know, you're, you're speaking kindly to others. You're feeling good about yourself for, for complimenting others. That's the kind of thing right there that just quiets the inner hater. You know, a little give a penny, take a penny type of situation. Good karma. Put it out there, put some good vibes out there and you might just get some good vibes coming back that helps just kind of tamp things down, keeps you in a, in a positive mindset, or at least keeps you from devolving and, and let that inner hater get out of control. And that leads to the last point today is to, to maybe try to work on some positive self-talk, which is, a, which is a topic that, that I struggle with because, you know, five years ago, it felt a little woo-woo to me and it still feels a little woo-woo to me, but it's something that I've been trying to continue to work on, whether it's mantras, whether it's visualizations, whatever it is, like the, the, the process of saying positive things about myself feels awkward, still is, still feels a little bit awkward but recognizing the things that I do well, recognizing the consistency that I've been able to kind of put into place for the last couple of years with my running. Like it's easy for me to dismiss that. Like, no big deal. But if I'm honest, if I can, if I can celebrate myself once in a while, that could, that could help balance out some of the, the negative self-talk, right? So, so whether that's consistency for you, whether it's a good workout, whether it's um, whatever it is, just, just for, for being a good person, for being a good partner, spouse, parent, Finding ways to talk good about yourself, as woo-woo as it kind of is, it might just help to quiet that, that inner hater. And then if it, the, the more you can quiet the inner hater, the more progress you'll probably start to see in your running life and maybe in other areas of your life as well, which will make it easier to quiet the hater. And here we go. Now we got a cycle moving in the right direction. A little, little positive snowball effect, right? So not always easy. Certainly not easy for me. Maybe not easy for anybody because maybe it's a human condition thing. But if you can, if you can, you know, go forward for the rest of this year, we got just over two months left in 2021. And if you're listening to this in the past or in the future, I guess if if this is the past for when you're listening to it, wherever we are in the year, in the week, in the month, just just give it a shot. Give it a shot. See what happens. And uh, you know, if if that one of those five people you're hanging out with all the time who is yourself starts being a bit more positive, a bit less negative towards, towards yourself. 
don't be surprised if, if lots of things in your life start trending in the right direction, or at least in the direction you're wanting them to go, which I guess makes it the right direction, right? Anyway, that's my thought. That's my little trip down memory lane from uh, the last time we did this episode some five plus years ago. Uh, what do you think? How, how do you do when it comes to dealing with the inner hater? Do you, does your, is your inner hater as, as vicious as mine is, or do you not even have one? If you don't, oh, you're lucky. You're lucky. Um, but, but what helps you keep your hater in check? Let me know. Cause I'm always looking for ways to help keep mine in check as well. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. You can head over to the show notes for today. Like I said, mostly copy and pasted from a few years ago, but, but even a few years ago, memes, gifs, nonsense, links, all the things. Uh, and also that comment section down at the bottom, Dizruns.com slash 989 today, Dizruns.com slash 989. And, uh, while you're on the website, you know, why not click over, check out concierge coaching, see if it's something that might be right for you. Not going to lie. The, the, the price tag might cause a little sticker shock. The value I truly, truly believe is there. So if, if, if it fits in your budget, cool. If not, Hey, I get it. Cause it's it, quite frankly, it wouldn't fit in my budget. So, you know, there's that, but, uh, if it did, I think I'd be, I think I'd be interested in it. Cause I think it would be helpful and hopefully it'll be helpful for uh, anyone who might be interested as well. Disruns.com slash concierge is the link there. And with that, We'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for, for going down this little trip trip back in time with me. Hope it was helpful. Hope it was useful. Hope you're able to silence, or at least, no, not, not even at least, silence that inner hater of yours, that inner critic. Shut it down and keep moving forward. And until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>